All right. Welcome, everyone. Hami here. Ari podcast. I don't even I don't want to say the wrong episode, maybe six, seven. (laughs) I, I don't know. We're doing these every week. It's really awesome bringing on some amazing guests. But Ari, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm good. Got uh, finally got to go to the gym today. Had uh, we, we got hit with a little bit of a snowstorm over the weekend, so had a little bit of, of cabin fever over the weekend. But but glad to get out and get some lifting in. How about you? Good. No, same thing. I mean, trying to be like everyone else, right? Trying to get back to the flow. I think we a lot of us enjoy Christmas time and the holidays, and it's time to spend with our families and things like that. So. I think now it's about getting back to a regimen, a routine, right? Trying to get up at 5.36 in the morning and be at work on time. And, you know, the holidays spoil you in that regards. Um, and then the fact that we were just talking about it, the fact that you're, you know, working from home sometimes, you're working from the office sometimes. So it's a little bit of just, I don't know, it's like you just said, I'm getting back. I'm excited. I think our guest today also has some really cool ways to help start running again. And I think a lot of people from what I've been hearing, even though a lot of us still work out during the December month, but I think a lot of us are now looking for like events, races, Mm -hmm. things that I think the gym is a little, especially with Peloton and things like that. I think the gym is not what it used to be anymore, right? People look for different, they gamify things now, right? So like, it's going to be awesome, you know? All even like gyms are taking a backseat to Pelotons, to F45s, to things like that. So these are really cool things that I I really want to explore. And and I know your guest um, that you advise today is really going to bring a lot of that out today. Yeah, yeah, no, you hit it right on the head. So I think it's time to to bring our guest to the spotlight. So today we've got Josh Hamilton, who's with Battle Miles, and I'll let Josh explain exactly what Battle Miles is. But you know, I'm really excited about it. I actually found out about Battle Miles through our group. There was a few people who who posted about it. And I don't remember exactly what it was. I just remember them posting probably a cool medal or something that, you know, caught my eye. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, let me learn a little bit more about it and just kind of fell down that rabbit hole. And then, you know, when we were kind of putting a list together of guests, you know, I thought, hey, this sets a home run. You know, this gives something exactly like you said, Hami, you know, I think especially when people start training for things like, you know, half marathons, full marathons, where you're running consistently and constantly, it's, it's nice to have a little bit of a, not a break, but, you know, just kind of switch it up a little bit. And again, Josh, I don't want to steal too much from you, but um, I think, you know, what you guys do is, is a really, you know, fun and creative way to get people out there. So I'm going to stop rambling for a second. And Josh, please, please go ahead. Hey, thanks for having uh, having me. I appreciate you guys. And yeah, like you were saying, uh, we, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now and uh, people are looking for unique ways to like motivate themselves, inspire them to get out there and work out and stuff. So yeah, Battle Miles is just a cool concept where it's mainly virtual racing. It's, uh, you don't do any live events right now. It's a good way to get out. And, you know, if you're waiting on a race, it's like three months out and you don't have anything going on. You know, that's, that's where we come in. We fill that void. We offer unique challenges and it's just a fun way to earn finisher medals and train for races and that sort of thing. Competitive leaderboards is something else we offer. Like it's most for virtual races, you just get a finisher medal. But our, our virtual race, we have leaderboards we submit results to, and at the end of the month, we send a first place medal to the overall winner and that sort of thing. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. So I was looking at your website too, and I, I noticed, you know, I kind of again went down the rabbit hole. I was clicking through and wound up, you know, between twenty and thirty different races. So now are they all, and for again, for people who, who aren't aware, so as Josh was saying, it's a virtual race. And again, Josh, please correct me if I'm wrong. Are all of 
them, I don't know, I, I want to say like, like exercise included, or is it like, do you have some that are just straight runs? Can you kind of talk us through a little bit of, of that? So for the past like three years, we've been doing some trial and error with races and we tried just uh, every kept requesting just a pure distance running event because before we were just doing, you know, like our races, they always just kind of exercise per mile. Uh, that's how I call it battle miles. Like a, either wearing a weight vest, you're doing burpees, you're doing air squats. You could be uh, carrying a sandbag that's like 80 pounds, doing sandbag burns, all kinds of unique stuff. But eventually we are going to transition to just that's all we're going to be doing. We're not going to have any pure distance racing because that's what battle miles is. It's something you, unique. It's combining a bunch of different unique challenges uh, each race to kind of push you outside your comfort zone so you finish a medal and you're not just given a finish a medal, that kind of thing. <laughs> awesome. I love it. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, where that idea came from. Because like you said, it, it's extremely unique. And, you know, I think with industry now, especially with COVID being kind of flooded, you know, with virtual races and just kind of your standard distance, what sparked your idea to go to this kind of battle? Oh, it's kind of, it's funny because I'm a sworn police officer. Yeah. So I get, I get into like a lot of foot chases and you chase somebody down and you, you're fighting them to handcuffs. And then I realized like my training has got to incorporate some kind of work that involves not just running, it has to go beyond that. So like I started doing burpees, wearing weight vest, heavy equipment and stuff. And I, I used to call it battle miles in my notes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, this would be a fun race. I and mean, just something that like, I can just challenge my friends to do. And I ended up making it into a battle miles race. And it helped me with like obstacle course racing and that sort of thing, because it breaks up that monopony of uh, just pure distance running. And uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it kind of builds your cardio for like you're running for like a mile, and then you stop and do you know ten burpees. You know, uh, it's a gut punch for sure. Even a small <laughs> like two miles uh, can definitely uh, take the wind out of you for sure. Awesome. Yeah. And so, how long has the company been around? It's been around since uh, we. It was founded in 2018. I think we launched 2019 January 1st. Is only launched. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And seeing some good success, obviously, then, right? Yes. We did a rebrand with our sword logo. I think it was uh, in 2020 is when we did that. Was it last year? I can't, I can't, I don't recall. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that branding and then the uh, pandemic happened. A lot of people were stuck at home. And I think that's where we really started to gain traction with uh, the community. Everybody gave us a shot. And then a lot of people, I could see a lot of people enjoyed it. We have over 600 five star reviews on our, our website. So I can't thank our community enough for enjoying the races that we put out and we'll continue to put out. Cool. And where, so where can people find you? Just, I'm sure we'll go through this again and, you know, at the end of the show and when we post this, but just, you know, in case people are listening and um, I want to quickly go to there. Yeah. You just search uh, battlemiles.com and you can find us on there or on Instagram and Facebook. And we have a small Facebook group of uh, runners that usually have to go through a race before you join that Facebook group. But it's a good way to connect with other competitors, push each other to like limits you wouldn't usually go, like do just do crazy stuff. I think it builds confidence when you can conquer a, you know, a tough challenge. It's good for you know, kind of pushing you to do some bold stuff, stuff you wouldn't usually do. It's kind of exciting. Yeah. No, no. No, I was going to say, and two, I loving what you guys are doing. What are you seeing? Is there any charitable, obviously, races, anything that you guys do to also give back? Or is there... Obviously, the competition is great. What's going on too with cust- like the not customers, the runners? Like, what are they get? Like, what are they kind of incentivized also to run for things like that? Can you tell us how how Battle Miles works in that regard? So a lot of us do like uh, Battle Miles for, as a tribute to uh, you know first responders or people okay. 
in the military, that sort of thing. Uh, we've done some donations to uh, law enforcement and awesome. you know, behind the scenes. I, I didn't really share too much of that stuff. Uh, I used to share a lot of that stuff on the website, but I didn't want customers coming to our website knowing that we do those kind of things because, you know, it's, I've, I like to do that kind of stuff behind the scenes. And I just want people to focus on races and competing and then we'll pay back behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, I think, I think you're totally right. I mean, it's, you know, as I was seeing all of those, I was kind of like, oh man, that sounds cool. And, you know, once I'm good. And then I saw the beer mile one, I was like, ah, oh, that looks a little scary. And I don't, I don't know about running and drinking at the same time, yeah. but no, I mean, I, and I think, you know, I know you and I have talked about it and, and I'm definitely going to sign up for some and give it a shot. Cause to your point, I think, you know, runners are always looking for that next challenge. You know, for us, it's for like your pure runners. It's always like, okay, I did a 5k. Now I'm going to do a 10k. Now I'm jumping to a half. Now I'm going to an ultra, you know, and everything like that. And, and, you know, we get very focused on like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do that. But you tell somebody, okay, run five miles and then, you know, do 10 burpees in between. They think it's going to be real easy, but you know, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of shaking when I'm like, okay, I, I think I can do this. Well, what, what changes is that, you know, that you're racing against other runners. So when you go out and just do that challenge, it is going to be tough, but if you're doing it at a, you know, your peak performance, you're trying to do as fast as you can that's where the real feeling of battle miles comes in. That's where you're like, wow, this is uh, a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. It's <laughs> yeah. so you come to those like final burpees toward the end of the mile. It's like, wow, it's definitely a, a gut punch for sure. And it's uh, definitely interesting for sure. Do people have to submit like time and like, I guess, how do you judge it or how do you? Yeah. So, uh, so submit results. Uh, we asked that they, well, they have to, they're actually required to, Submit proof, uh, screenshot proof of whatever app they use. We try to be flexible. We prefer Strava because it gives us more, our judges more details. Once that result comes in, we actually flag like unrealistic times and we pass it on <laughs> to a group of our uh, four judges. And then they, they analyze and go to like uh, profiles and see if uh, they get all down to science, math, and they can tell if it's like, hey, we reject a submission. It's just hitting all our red flags. And uh, I'll go back to the runner and, uh, handle it myself and say, Hey, our judges found that, uh, your time was unrealistic and we have to reject your proof. Um, that's fair. And it's, uh, sometimes there might be like they legitimately ran that race, but if we find it, if we can't accept it, we can't accept it. We just, we try to make sure that we eliminate all possible cheating or any of that kind of stuff. We want proof. We want, we want people to race fairly and compete fairly. I mean, put in a lot of hard work. Uh, we want people to earn their medals and their spot on our leaderboard. So, yeah. So yeah, can you talk a little bit about like the metal design and, and the patches and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of unique metals. We were going towards dog tags for a while, but this year we're actually going to be doing, going to, uh, it's called seasons. So like every quarter we'll launch like four new races, four unique metal designs. Some might be a dog tag. Some might be a unique shape metal or, you know, we have all kinds of, it's just totally unique. We just like changing it up. We like artwork. We like <laughs> patches. You can collect patches and put it on your weight vest that you use for running one of our challenges. It's a lot of fun for sure. Cool. And I know, again, I know we talk, so most of it obviously is done outside, you know, to do those, those different exercises, but can you kind of talk about like, I don't want to say inclusivity, but kind of things like that, like some of the leeway you have, you know, some people who, you know, might want to do it inside or, or anything like that. Yeah. So you're welcome to, however you want to do the challenge is fine. If you will, some people like to do it on a treadmill. The only thing we ask is if, if you're competing for first place on the leaderboard, and that's what you want to do. Then you have to do it. We require you to do it outside. 
But if you're doing it on a treadmill and you're not, you just want to do the challenge and it's for you, then that's where you can go ahead and submit your results. But if the time is like super fast on a treadmill, uh, we might dock you some minutes just to <laughs> make it even, you know, that kind of stuff. That's how we right. do it. Because uh, and I think you won't really truly experience what Battle Miles is until you kind of go outside and push yourself into that environment and get away from the treadmill if you can, because I think you're missing out on a lot of nature and, and you know, yeah, so that's yeah. the whole point of running. That's the best part about running is getting outside and breathing that. I know. Out. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I've been I've been kind of stuck on the treadmill for the last couple of months, just going to the gym and you know waking up early and it's getting a little cold. And like, so my goal for this year is to I want to run a 5K under 25 minutes. I mean, I'm getting there, but like most of my runs, all runs lately, have been on the treadmill, and I've, I've been keeping telling myself like that's great if I can run you know 5K under 25 on the treadmill, that's fine. But yeah, like the real goal is getting outside and doing the same thing outside. And, and I used to be so against the treadmill because I could go maybe a mile, maybe two, and I would just get so bored and just, you know, want to just jump off. And, and it's easy to jump off because you're on a treadmill, uh, yeah. you know, and, and there's that difference of when you're running outside, like, yeah, you can stop, but you still got to walk back home or you still got to walk yeah. back to your car. You know, you, you still got to finish. So you might as well just suck it up and finish. No, and I think for challenges, you've got to do them outside. I think for me, I'll just real quickly talk about another thing I was thinking about. Actually, it's funny. You guys are talking about this now. For me, treadmill running. So I always think, and especially right now, coming off of Christmas. So I always think of a Christmas story when Ralphie's brother gets like all bundled up in like 20 minutes of bundling up. And then he's like, I got to use the bathroom, right? For me, the winter running right now, gloves, I, my face, I hate my face getting cold. So I wear like a gator, my hat, my ear things, right? Like literally for me to run outside and I get it, it's a better run. I actually like running outside because, you know, you sweat, but you kind of don't sweat if that makes sense, especially in that cold winter. But literally for me, it's like a 40 minute preparation <laughs> to like go get outside and run. Whereas the treadmill... I literally can just run down to my basement and get that done. You know what I mean? But I am with you guys. Like there's no run like outside. And I think spring through fall, you just can go, right? You just, maybe you put on like a headband or something to cover your ears, or maybe you just put on some gloves if it, you know your fingers get really cold. But the winter, winter running, it takes a second to get ready. And I think yeah, time-wise, especially if it's a weekday and you got to work, you know what I mean? I'm like, look, I got to just go get it done. And, and I got to get a run in regardless. You know what I mean? Full running is definitely where it's at. That's like peak. I'm, I'm right there with you. Summer running is okay, but uh, it's so like sweaty and you just get you know drenched. In, but like fall crisp running is just, there's nothing better. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what changes it up though. So if you can get out there and run when, and you're out, it's there's something special about going and running when there's a lot of snow and you're out there and you don't see anybody else running, you know, you build that confidence. I mean, I'm a pretty tough person. I'm out here. I'm still <laughs> running. <laughs> so that's why I definitely, that's why we encourage, I think it's such a special thing to get encourage people to get outside and run yeah. and take that tough road because you, know, you build like that confidence. Like I said, it'll help you through life. If you just can build that confidence. Like, oh. No, a lot tougher than I thought it was. You know, I'm out here running in the snow. There's nobody else out here running. So that's what especially with you. Cause you're down in, is it North Carolina? Right. Yeah, North Carolina. Well, actually, you know, I say that we get maybe one snow day a year, but right. But you guys never get snow, so I mean, you're you know, it's it's a whole different. The city shuts down when there's you know a, a light dusting down there, so you're you're a real time. What's you're going on the apocalypse? Yeah, okay. <laughs> all the stores shut down right now because that's what you have to snow. So, 
You got to You got to You got to get outside. I think that running in the elements, your body needs fresh air. I think vitamin D, if you can get obviously any kind of sun rays that you can get. Now, I definitely feel like that, like you guys are right on. I mean, for the challenges, the other thing too, is like just the treadmill. I don't, it's weird. I don't think the treadmill, it does push you. And I know you're running faster. I don't know. I never felt like it's ever prepared me. I, if I move from yeah. treadmill to real running, I'm still like struggling on the real run. So yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, no, but it, it's still, I feel like, especially with some of the people we talk to and, and, and some of the motivational stuff, I know we try to portray to our customers. It's better than nothing. It's a walking on the treadmill or, you know what I mean? Like oh, if that's yeah. how you have to start. Now, what do you guys have coming up? How far in advance do you guys plan your races, your themes? Like how, how many are you planning now for the rest of the year? Is 2022 already done? Yeah, we're almost finished up with 2022 uh, races. That's why we've changed our format to uh, a lot of our customers don't know this yet, but we're doing uh, that's what we're going to start doing is seasons and change it up every quarter. It just makes we we love art. If you haven't noticed, you go on our website, you'll see a whole bunch of different posters, and uh, we love graphic design, so we like to use a lot of that with our races and each we put a lot of purpose and meaning behind each one. Like even our death miler poster, you'll see it, or it's like tally marks in the poster. They actually have a lot of meaning to the actual challenge, and uh, it's one thing we want to start changing up every three months, and that's something I think a lot of people are going to see. And I'm glad that we spent the time to be proactive and go ahead and create most of the races for the whole year. And we're excited. And we're also redoing our leaderboards. That way we'll have different divisions and that sort of thing. So it's definitely going to be a competitive year. People are into that kind of thing. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. Do you run and like test each race? What's like the process of coming up with a race? Yeah. So I always try to think of something like on the edge of like, I don't know if I can do that. Let's go find out. So I go out there and (laughs) I was like, that was extremely hard. Like our, one of our races is called one. You carry a hundred pounds for one mile and uh, you do a hundred burpees with those hundred pounds. It's like sandbag burpees. It's not meant for everyone because it's really heavy. But when I did it, I like that workout absolutely crushed me. Let's make it into a race. <laughs> so I didn't know, I didn't think anybody was crazy enough to come out here and, and do the same challenge, but the people do it. They love it. They sign up for it. I think people like to see how far can they go? Like how much can you push themselves to do these kind of things? And I think as with any runner, not necessarily that, that particular challenge, but like I, I love endurance, I love ultra marathons and stuff. So I'll go out there and see all, what kind of crazy distance I can accomplish. And I think it's an important thing about being a runner is pushing yourself to limits. So definitely. So what's the like farthest distance you've done? Uh, I've done, uh, I think I've reached 46 miles. I was just short wow. of the actual 50 mile race. <laughs> so I'm going back in March. So I'm trying to work my way up to 100. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I think we've got a few. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 I was going to say we had, let me find it. I know this is horrible. Hold on. I don't want to call them out. Actually, no, you know what? I won't, I won't call them out. I had a client message me on Sunday about their marathon. And they were like, I did 22. And, and then the medic stopped me for my heart rate. I'm like, dude, you did 22, man. Like yeah. <laughs> you, you did it, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, stop. You did twenty. Like you just said, like I did 46. Like, you, you did four, like I've done my marathon was 26. That's crazy. Like, yeah. but I think with, that's the thing, right? I mean, it's weird. Like I want to be careful how I say this, but I definitely can see how you come up feeling like you failed or you feel short of your goal. And that's the worst feeling. But again, it's good that you can be like, all right, well, I know maybe it was like 
you didn't hydrate enough, or maybe it was like you didn't eat enough, or maybe like at least you can go back. And that's the beauty of this running thing that we all love, right? Like you can at least go back and kind of assess like, all right, this is where I made a mistake or in my training, like after my first marathon this fall, like I was like, all right, I did no strength training at all. Right. And I, my legs were just rubber, right? Like I know now this summer, this year, like I've got to strength train my legs. I've got to do squats and, you know, stuff like that. So like, I think you go back and you know, all right. And where you came short, you all know, and that's the beauty of knowing your body and being fully vested in yourself. Right. Like, you know, like where your body failed you and where you can make improvements. Yeah. No, I think there was actually a really good post by one of our constant members or everyone, Coach Reed, if, if he's listening. Yeah. And he's awesome at, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've seen a bunch of his mm-hmm. posts. He does, you know, he's a coach as well. Yeah. And um, I think he was doing a 50 miler or something along the lines of that. And he, he came up short and he had a great post about it, about like, you know, all the things that he did right, all the things he did wrong. And like, but I think just like you said, like every runner, they feel bad at that instant. And they feel like, oh man, I'll never forget. I ran, well, I'll, I'll go back to that. But the end of his kind of rant and his post was like, all right, what's next? You know, when am I going back to it? When am I, you know, prepping for that? And I think that's the runner mantra is just like, no matter what, it's always like, what's next? Am I going up on the races? Am I going up in the mileage? Am I, you know, going to a new time? Am I adding burpees? Am I adding, you know, weighted vests, which I've done one race, which was a weighted vest, a fantastic race. It was a I want to say it was a nine miler. It was four nine eleven, and I'll never forget. My dad actually did it with me, which which was a, an awesome experience. And I, I don't have that vest anymore. I borrowed it from somebody, but that was that was a fun one. That was you know anyone who hasn't done a weighted vest training, even like go try it. It's a new experience that definitely you know kind of sets that perspective of like oh okay okay there's there's more to add to this this whole left foot right foot thing. Yeah. No, look, we, we talk about this at nauseum, but it reigns true and there's always different situations and different scenarios. I mean, it's crazy to me, even like the top runners, right? You look at like whatever the word you want to call them, professional pros, whatever. I mean, they don't run the same time all the time. I mean, I'm sure they can target or, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, Ari, you're completely right. Every little factor makes a difference. Speaking of that... Did you see the uh, woman's half marathon record was broke, I think, over this weekend? Was it this weekend? No, I, I did not see that. But... One hour and seven minutes. Wow. For the half. Yeah. Wow. Who did that? I don't remember her name. I, I'm sure I could go look it up on Instagram or something. It's, I'm sure it's all over. But yeah, I just remember looking and go, like, that's better than my 10K time on the best day. And <laughs> you know, I just ran half, like nothing. Yeah. So. I got a real funny story. I don't know if I ever shared it. I'll share it now. High school. So I did soccer, basketball. And then my thing with my parents was always like, if you do a sport, you don't have to work. So spring would come around. My really, really good athletic friends did baseball. And after baseball, I was not going to go do fast pitch baseball. There was no way I was going to even try that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to sign up for track and just do distance, right? And this is even before I really got into running. And I just thought I'd go out there and track at my high school. They didn't cut, right? Like no one got cut. So they would put you in like all these races. My first event, and it was like the mile. And, you know, the the track is pretty small when you think about it. And I never forget, the men just went. Like the boys, both the team we were facing and both my squad, like they were gone. So I was like, ah, whatever, I'm just going to run. The most embarrassing thing, and I took so much heat for it, was when a girl lapped me. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I was like, all right. 
I will give myself credit. I didn't quit. But then when they would put like the names of like who's competing this week, I would just go more to the practices and run with the guys because they would run more at like my pace during the practices. But I was like, yo, I was like, don't put me down for any more races. I just want my varsity <laughs> letter and I want to go home. And they were just like, like and then I remember they were like, well, for your varsity letter, you got to do at least three events. I was like, so I don't even think I lettered if I remember correctly. It was so long ago, but it was, it was, it's weird to say at 42, I'm so much of a better runner now than I was at 18. It's as crazy as that sounds. Oh, no, I'm, I'm totally with you. I mean, I, I didn't start running until I was late 20s, maybe early 30s. I'm sure I could probably smoke, you know, 18-year-old me probably nowadays, especially with endurance. Which is, which is crazy, though, because I was like a good soccer player, D1 soccer player. Like, I was okay at basketball. I could do my sprints and my suicides. Like, I just don't know why, but those... And they give credit to those kids. I mean, that's... When you're focused on one thing and you're good at it, you're good at it. And, mm-hmm. and I just felt so inferior that day. I never forget, but, but I was like in a respectful way. I was like, man, these, these runners are really good. So Josh, did you come from like a running background or a sports background at all? Or, or just when you get into the police force? Yeah. So I ran, I uh, did football and I ran track in high school. Uh, awesome. It's funny. I, tell you this, I tell stories sometimes. I used to work for a target out of high school and I had my car stolen and oh, no. I didn't have any transportation to work. So I used to run to work. Uh, so it's only two miles, but still, you know, during the winter for a few months, I ran to work every day. And I remember telling myself that, you know, today's not going to be, you know, it's a bummer. I'm running to work, but you know, I love running and today won't be every single day for the rest of my life. So it's not, it's a bad day, but you know, at least I'm running and I'm enjoying it. So, but you know, and here I am, I, I own a, a running company called battle miles. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting that, you know, I'm right, you know, it's just hanging there is, you know, all stars were aligned at some point and everything has meaning. So I just thought it was pretty cool. So my neighbor has a, a comic book store in a shopping center, literally like a few blocks from outside of our neighborhood. And sometimes I see her like walking her dog to the store, and I'm I'm jealous of that. I'm like, just <laughs> able. I think that's awesome to be able to run or bike or something to work. There's a um, Josh that brings up. There's an analogy I heard last year that I carried throughout the year. There's a a gentleman wants a Lamborghini, but for that gentleman, there's a gentleman out there that wants a car. And then for that gentleman, there's a gentleman out there that let's say has a bike, but wants a car, right? Yeah. And then for the gentleman who is walking, he would just love to have a bike, right? And then there's a gentleman out there who has no legs, who's jealous of the person walking. So like, no matter what situation you're in, it's crazy to think about it that way. Like no matter what situation you're in, someone envies that situation. You know what I mean? Like that was very powerful when I, and I totally, by the way, butchered that quote, (laughs) Um, but you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy, right? Like, you know, we sit here and we want a better car, you know, but there's people out there that don't have a car, right? Right. You know, we're like, oh man, like I wish we could run better. And there's people out there that can't run. There's people out there that can't walk. And, and by the way, running, I'm sure to work, so we talk about this in the 6 a.m. mantra, right? I'm okay. sure you, by doing that to get to work, I don't want to say, I don't know how to describe it. I'm not saying that you became cocky, but that showed your devotion to your job. And I'm sure you yeah. actually were crushing your job. Like, I don't know if that makes yeah. sense, right? You're like, like, look, man, like I just ran to get to work today. Like if there's anybody more devoted than me, show me kind of like, you know what I mean? I think you... Yeah. I'm not saying you need a cocky mentality to approach things, but definitely the fact that, you know, like you get up at six in the morning, you go run before work. Like that means how how much you take, you care of your body, you care of, 
you know, getting that done so you can get to work on time. There's things that I think people don't understand. So like you running to work every day to get there, I'm sure you then took pride in being there and finishing that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, I don't look at it as being cocky, but being confident in the fact that you're willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done, get the goal done. Like say, if you want to break that 25 minute 5k, you just got to be willing to do whatever it takes. You have to want it really bad and know that you want, just be confident that I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah. Throw anything you got at me, I'm going to do it. And that's what I love right now. Like just kind of seeing battle miles. I think what you've done is you've really taken it and made it more, you know, I think sometimes people are looking for things more than just a run, right? And I think yeah. you've done a great job in saying, okay, let's sprinkle in some frosting on this cake. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and make it something a little more cooler. Because I think like, I will say, this is one thing when Ari brought it up, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Because I think what we found, Ari, we talk about this a little bit. I don't want to say people are sick of virtual runs, but people are now like, all right, that's like been done for the past two years at nauseam. They were around before the pandemic. Yeah. But now people are like, all right, they either they want to go back to live races. You know what I mean? Like definitely you're bringing a new twist on it for sure. Yeah. That was the goal was to create something special and offer to runners to help fill that void whenever there's a gap between races, or maybe you just don't want to be around the crowds or whatever the reason there's always a community out there for you. There's always challenges out there for you. So. So what does the community of Battle Miles look like? I mean, you said you got a Facebook group, like, you know, can you tell us a little bit about that, you know, that group? Is it, you know, all in one state? Is it, you know, all, all over the world? offers? Germany, uh, Australia. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, it's all over the world right now. It's a small group of like 2,000 runners that are really dedicated to racing and Battle Miles. They don't really care too much about winning. It's more about just pushing each other and just, competing against each other and laughing about like, I can't believe we just did the death <laughs> mile or, or, you know, the one challenge or, you know, we have a half marathon where you wear a 20 pound weight vest and it's just, it's cool Ooh. to see like somebody who, you know, hasn't done a 5k in years to go train up for just to do that particular race and, and to do that challenge. It's kind of special to see. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's, it's a good time for sure. If you have one, what's been like your favorite race you, you got to do or put on for our races. Mm-hmm. I think downfall is what we, we called it. It's a uh, hundred burpees per mile for four miles. Yeah. So it's, so you're doing 400 burpees. When I test that challenge, it started pouring down rain. I just have a special connection to that race. <laughs> it, it, was, it just was really awful. But at the end of it, I was like, man, that was awesome. Like just to be able to go out there and do that. Uh, pretty, pretty happy. So yeah. That's actually Josh. I like that you said that. So summertime, a lot of my, most of my outdoor runs are spring, summer, and fall. Can I say rain running is worse than cold running? Like without a doubt, just the fact you're slamming on the ground, water's coming back at your face. Like it's rain running. I'd rather take snow running. I'd rather take ice. Like rain is just a monster to run in. Storms can get really bad. (laughs) Dude. It's funny you say that. So I have a special kind of connection to raining as well. So my first half marathon I ever went to do, I got nine miles in, maybe eight or nine miles in, and it just torrential downpour to the point where they actually closed the race. So I actually didn't even get to finish the half. Um, And I was so bummed out. Like, But same thing, like it sticks in my mind. I remember turning the corner. I had my headphones in. I'm in a great groove. I'm like, all right, I got, you know, only four more miles to go. Like, I'm going to actually do this. 
and my wife's yelling at me and from the sidelines. And I thought she was just, you know, kind of cheering me on. <laughs> and like, I finally, you know, take on my headphone and she's like, they're closing the race. You got to, you know, they're, they're ending yeah, it. And I was like, what, what what's happening and everything. So I think, I think everyone's got that kind of story of, you know, inclement weather or bad weather and you know, what, it, what it did to them. Yeah, rain rain is the worst water in your socks and your shoes. I mean, like, what's <laughs> funny is like, I've, I think the worst is uh, sand. Have you ran a race on sand yet? No. Uh-huh. So there's, a, there's a race here in North Carolina called Badwater uh, Cape Fear, and they're a pretty popular event. They do one of the toughest ultramarathon races in the world, but the one here in North Carolina is like 50 miles, and you have a half-marathon warm-up, that's what they call it, pavement, and then the rest of it's all sand on the beach. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, there's no shade. There's nothing, and it's just like... So when you, when you first go do a beach run like that after a half-marathon, the sand just sucks the life out of you. Oh, I bet. I bet your legs just sink in. Yeah, that's that's one of the toughest environments, I think, to run in is the sand compared to rain or snow. I could be wrong, but for me, anyway, that's that's been the most brutal experience I've had. Sand. See, so you brought up a good point, though, too. So you said, you said your favorite race that you've put on, but what, what about, is there is there a favorite race of just in general that you've ran or want to run? I really want to do the Badwater Water 135. It's been hyped up as being one of the toughest ultramarathon races in the world, and I'd love to do that one. Yeah, that's second like Death Valley. <laughs> it's supposed to be really hot. Just oh, man. really, really awful. Just I get excited just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Hami? Uh, I mean, I got the bucket list. I mean, New York was my bu- like a little bit of a bucket list. I think I'm more like I like to do. So part of like I think Josh kind of said this about being outside. You know, I'm from Delaware, right? I live in Delaware. Delaware has a marathon. Every state I feel like has a big marathon, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I live here, right? I don't want to run 26 miles and see, and everyone knows I curse, and see shit I see every day. Right? <laughs> so what I loved about New York was part of getting me through that 26 miles was every borough, right? Like every neighborhood, like this is all new. Like, I mean, I've been in New York many times, but still like, this is like, it's new, right? So I definitely, I think I'd like to do other things. Like I'm not so much thinking like the world five, but I'd love to do maybe like LA. I, I, don't, I don't think I would ever qualify for Boston or right. maybe I could get like a bib or something somehow for Boston. I, I would do Boston. I'd like to do like LA, maybe like do like, a, I know Houston, Chevron, so I'd like to do some of the country's biggest, maybe, you know, I, uh, I will say like, I would love to do like some of the big city marathons. I will say, I want to get to a point, not just a race alone, you know, Josh talking about like ultras and things like that. I'd love to get to a point where I do maybe like a 30 miler. I think some people, I am horrible at kilometers by the way, but do like a 30 miler, maybe do like one day before I hang them up for good, do it like a 50 miler, <laughs> but just, I don't know, 26 was hard. I mean, when, yeah, when Josh says he did like 46, like 26 was tough. I mean, yeah. I'll do it again. I feel like, I think I can do that again, but I just can't imagine going like. Yeah, I know you guys are in a whole nother strategy. I'm sitting here at 13, like 13, that's it. That's, that's where I'm stopping. I, I, I feel like once you get to the marathon, you really can do, you can do a 50 miler. It's just about like if you can dial down the training for a marathon, it's just you can do the rest of a, a 50 mile. It's just about pacing. It's about making sure you're eating nutrition. It becomes a nutrition and mental toughness game, really. And by the way, and the, and the effort, you, you got to figure you literally could speed walk a 10 minute like pace 
Like yeah. really, where the effort is, is like getting your body to hop each time. And like, it's weird. Like we can get into it now. I don't want to take up too much Josh's time. I know we're getting close on time here, but like, there is a difference between sprinting, running and jogging. Right. And I'm not going to lie. Like I jogged a marathon, but there's still an effort you have to put forward to have that bounce in your step. And you can walk a 12 minute mile really fast. Like if you're young and in good shape or, you know what I mean? You have a good step. So think about it. Now you're talking about running quote unquote, or jogging a 10, 11 minute pace and finishing a marathon in under five hours. So to Josh's point, I don't think doing a 50 miler is ever out of the question if you've done it, but it's about keeping that pace, keeping that step, that jog and not turning into like, so what I was seeing as I was finishing New York, you know, people were stopping and walking the rest of the way, but they weren't like walking. I mean, they were like step by step. Like you could tell they were dying. Like they're not yeah. dying. That's the wrong word. But they were just, they didn't want to even move. You know what I mean? So like to Josh's point, absolutely the mental part of it is about just having that jump in your step to kind of keep jumping and moving forward in a, Running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, like the, the biggest thing that's stopping me from doing a full, besides finding the time to train for all that is, is that mental aspect of like, I just don't know if I could run in a straight line or, you know, straightish line for four hours without going crazy. Like, you know, usually I zone out with a book. So like, you know, and then I got to find a book that, that can keep me somewhat zoned out or, you know, you to podcast. It's a long podcast. Listen, I will tell you, and that's where the last part, like, like knowing that's where New York was really good. Like you had so many people screaming, like they didn't know who, even though I'm like, let's say like, you want to say CEO of 6am Ron, nobody knew that. No one knew who I am. Every person, no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, no matter who you are, that's what I love. You had literally thousands upon thousands of people high-fiving you, cheering you in every borough. Like, I mean... So again, I, I think for me too, that was cool because it was like, all right, look, like every time, like every corner, someone new was like saying something to you, high-fiving you, holding a funny sign. So there's definitely those kind of races. I personally, for anyone like you, Ari, I would say like you want to go to a race, that kind of like fanfare, because that would make yeah. it more fun. And then you need that energy to help you finish too. For energy. sure. It's funny you guys say that because you, you guys are giving off your list and I'm trying to think of like what mine are and and unfortunately yeah, yeah. unfortunately as i say like the two that come into my mind are probably two i'll never do because they're both well one's an iron man and one's a, a triathlon the iron man like the one in hawaii you know i like, think the main island like it's the yeah. biggest iron man like that just seems cool never will get into that one i know and then there's a triathlon on alcatraz so or it starts on alcatraz i feel like the escape from alcatraz so you swim that channel and then bike and, and run and it, it, yeah, it's supposed to be super cool, but that's the thing is like it, it's pretty limited. And I think either the price is like you know hundreds of dollars or like the lottery is so much, you know, it's just one of those ones that are just probably a forever bucket list. So I'll have to, yeah, I'm trying to think like I think Houston would be a cool one. I know my father in law did the uh, London, England marathon, I think that'd be a cool one, you know, traveling oh, yeah. all the way overseas or something. Yeah. So that yeah. maybe, maybe I'll look into that. I just, Ironman, I think I could do the biking and I think I could do the, um, and I know how to swim, obviously a little bit, not great. I'm not a swimmer at all, but I just, the swimming part of it scares me. Cause like, I know they have, I'm sure they have lifeguards everywhere and stuff, but I think oh. I could knock out the biking. 
I think I could put the bike at a good speed. I think I could knock out the biking. I think I could knock out half an Ironman. I think I could definitely knock out the biking in the run. Where I'm nervous is, I don't know, I can swim. That was my biggest fault when I did my triathlon was I, I did all indoor swimming and like maybe once or twice outdoor. And there's a huge difference between outdoor swimming when that first wave hits you and you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm drowning. There's not a pool to, to save me. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, the, the swimming part scares the shit out of me. I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I think if they had something like biking and like biking and running, I would definitely look at them. I think they do. I think they have a duathlon like that. Yeah. I haven't seen a whole lot of those out. But I've always wanted to do one. There you go. I think oh. we just made it. 6 a.m. battle mile. Uh, bike <laughs> yeah. And run. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, the swimming, the swimming's not for me. If, unless it's like a nice hot tub, jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably end up drowning if I did it. I think Josh really like the last couple of minutes, we definitely, like I said, we appreciate your time. We love yeah. what you're doing. I think, you know, you, you're, you're in there with us in terms of just spreading something positive and healthy out there to the, the masses. And if there's anything we didn't touch on, I kind of want to give you these last couple of minutes to, you know, share your site, share anything coming up, share anything you want to say that maybe Ari and I missed. Oh, yeah. Um, I really appreciate you guys uh, inviting me to be on the, the podcast and stuff. I think it's really cool what you guys are doing. Yeah, a lot of stuff uh, for Battle Moths is actually changing at the moment, but in a good way. Uh, so I'd, I just ask that people give us, check us out. And uh, if you're considering a big race coming up, you know, be bold and go do it. <laughs> go do your marathon. You know? uh, <laughs> Josh, what site and the Facebook URL? I actually found it too. I, I love it. I love what people are posting on your sites, on your socials. Yeah. Can you give everyone, please, the contact information and, and your sites, please? Yeah, uh, it's just be... You can find us on Facebook or Instagram, but usually our, our, all our stuff's run from our website at battlemiles.com and our Instagram, I think it's battlemilesllc. And if, if you guys have anything, you can always shoot us an, uh, an email at support at battlemiles.com. We're here to help uh, with anything or any questions. A lot of our information explains like what our website, I know people hate frequently asked question pages, but you know, my wife, Holly, she did a really good job spending a lot of time making sure that stuff's squared away and answers a lot of questions people have about like what battle miles is how does it work our faq page is pretty top-notch that's well organized so, yeah listen no josh i think what you're doing like i said i i'm repeating myself but um great stuff and i'll put every information in the bio of the podcast for you um so people know where to go where to check it out and again thank you so much for your time ari uh we will <laughs> we'll say goodbye for you are you there Ari? <laughs> He's just frozen, it looks like. He's, he's frozen. So from on behalf of Ari, goodbye. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, of and Josh. No, thank you, Josh, so much for your time. And we'll stay in touch. And if there's a way we can kind of collaborate on something or whatever, I know Ari will definitely stay in touch with you. And you you now can ever call me if you anything. I'm, I'm really proud of what you're doing and, and wish you the best, bud. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. I uh, hope you guys have a good day. You too. All right, Josh. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Thank you, Josh. Bye. Have a good one.